Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week, and uh, it is episode number 140, an episode that I am apparently lucid enough to know which show I'm doing the intro for this week, which is a marked change of late. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. My name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. Uh, John Cullen. I like that. That's your new uh, gimmick that you do. <laughs> that I that just I, you, fuck up the intro. No, all just the time? that you do so many podcasts. Like that's your new. Like I, do, I can't even keep track. I do so many podcasts. I don't even know what I, the intro. I is I mean, for. we're doing it in the radio studio today. That's so true. I, I, I could have introduced a radio show. You never know. That is true. You could do that. How do you do you? Because you're. As the producer, do you do you do the intro when the show first comes on the air? No, never. Oh, okay. I occasionally though will be like uh, <laughs> when I worked those uh, Beijing games or whatever. Sure, I had to hop on in between and be like, "Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Canucks versus the LA Kings live from China. Now it's time for CBS Sports Radio." Oh, I see. It's like when the game was over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> Because we, I didn't have a button for like we now join CBS Sports Radio already in progress, which oh, I, I, I have a button for that now. Okay, but yeah. at the time, at the time I had to say it myself. It was, it was loose. Yeah, <laughs> it was loose. You had to do your own bumpers. It is was that what a they different time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not My a radio own imaging. guy. Your own imaging. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know any of these insider terms. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, and another illuminating uh, discussion on insider terms. Of course, Stefan is our L.A. insider, and he's That's right. been hitting up That's all right. the meetings and knows all kinds of insider terms that common folk like us aren't even privy to. How is Los Angeles treating you right now, Stefan? It's uh, it's very it's very warm, but it's like cloudy, which kind of sucks because you get like the worst of both worlds. Because um, at least when it's nice and hot and sunny out, it's like nice outside, but it's just like hot, but it like looks like shit. So, have have you been considering uh, uh, going to any of these playoff games, like uh, catching the the Kings versus the Golden Knights in the opening round? Kind of, kind of, but also like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the yeah. games haven't been super entertaining in that series. Yeah, that's that's honestly that's a big part. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that Vegas is winning them though. Yeah, uh, which they have been as we record this, anyways. It yeah, could they're two and zero. Could be an even series by the time you listen to this oh, later yeah, that's in the true. week. Yeah, we don't usually have this long of a gap between when we record and when we post. Or so busy. Yeah, I mean Toronto could be tied two two by the time you listen. Well, to this. that's no, not happening. The well, they couldn't so. be because the game four is on Thursday. Oh, it's on so Thursday. So presuming oh, okay. we get the episode out on time, which we, well, which maybe we have done. Do it on Friday, John. Pardon? Yeah, well, that's yeah. Maybe depending on, to it on Friday. True, true. That's true. I can't control when you listen to it, but when it gets released, um, yeah. Or Toronto could be out of the playoffs, so there's also that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've spent the better part of the last eight months kind of focusing on uh, our shared misery, Stefan, you and I. Yeah, your shitbag hockey team. Um, but but now the tables have turned, and it is John's turn to be miserable. No, I've been, buddy, I'm a Leafs fan. I've been miserable my entire life. Yeah, he is. Life. In fairness, he he is used to it. Like, exactly. He absolutely is used to 
this it's so funny because like even before the playoffs started you know it's like it's very uh, leafs twitter will always go through like existential crises before the playoffs start and people are always like oh yeah whatever but like it's true man like it it, we are just so conditioned to having the worst possible things happen that that's all we can assume is going to happen. Like, even if we won the Stanley Cup, we wouldn't believe it until Austin Matthews lifted it. Like, we would, like we'd be like, there's got to be, is there a way that they can take it away from us before <laughs> Bettman comes out to give it away? Like, it would just, we just wouldn't be able to handle it. It's like so, Mark Ruffalo in the Avengers. Your secret is... <laughs> I'm always miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the that's the reference that I understand. Of course, and, yeah. Uh, you love to watch those. Comic I have book watched movies. all of them. <laughs> and honestly, I think I mean I think we've talked about it before, but I I legitimately am not sure that I've watched a comic book movie since Spider Man Three. That okay. might be the last one I watched. Jesus. Oh no, that's not true. The Dark Knight Rises. That would have been the last. That's the okay. last one of the yeah. three, right? Yes. That yeah. would have been the last one I watched. Which when was that? 2011? 2012. 12? Okay. 2012. Yeah. So yeah, so, so you're six, on a six years. Six year run. It's pretty I'm impressive. on a six year run of uh, yeah. I mean, I just have this thing where I don't like bad movies, so I just don't watch them. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> unless no, we're, unless we're paid to watch them uh, as part of the Patreon. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Although that's I don't... probably the number one yeah. way you watch bad movies now, or movies in general. Like yeah, like that's <laughs> like people don't realize when they donate to the show and make me watch a movie. Like I think last year our Patreon donations accounted for one fifth of the movies I watched last year. <laughs> So, and yeah, the two were like Labyrinth and what was the other one? Oh, the, the Beba, Beba, Beba Boys. Beba oh, Boys. Man. Can't forget Beba Boys. Holy shit was that bad. I want to stay on the Leafs train though for a second yeah, here. Because, it's miserable. Uh, Thank you for asking. Because I produced the radio broadcast locally, which was really just like piping in the uh, Fan 590 feed. Sure. Uh, so, okay. First of all, I heard something on the commentary uh, track where they were basically comparing the Leafs uh, versus the Bruins as a story of like new school analytics versus old time hockey. Yeah, it's it's and so the, weird. Yeah, can you explain yeah, why no, that anyone would make think that the Leafs are in the embodiment of analytics? Well, first of all, they're not, and second of all, like the Bruins are definitely like. So that was the thing even before the series started. Is that was like some of the narrative that was on Twitter was like, oh, it's the big bad Bruins against the speedy, small, fast Leafs. And, like, the Leafs' average height and average weight is much bigger than the Bruins. The Bruins' bottom six is all small, fast dudes. Yeah, and analytics, you've never heard of. analytics would tell Toronto that their bottom six and probably bottom-pairing defensive players are fucking garbage also. Yeah, that, well, yeah. yeah my, from what I've seen of them, like, they're, like, Mike Babcock is, and I was reading stuff about this, like, he hasn't won a series since, like, 2011. Yeah, he's, like, five he's of his... never own. won a series without Lidstrom or Jean Chaguer playing out of his mind. Yeah, it's weird. He's, like, it, it's... It, I've, I tweeted this yesterday. My main frustration is that when the Leafs in the regular season were playing, like, 2-1 games and 3-2 games and Babcock was icing, like, Matt Martin and Dominic Moore and Roman Polak, he was saying, like... I'm getting the guys ready for the playoffs. This is the way you got to play in the playoffs. The playoffs is tougher, harder hockey. I'm getting the boys ready for the playoffs. And it's like, well, are we ready? How's it going so far, you fucking idiot? Well, it idiot. seemed like the commentary team was spending the entire game last night 
crying that Dominic Moore was not playing. Oh, and Matt Martin. Every every broadcast, like Nick Kiprios, both games has been like, I don't know how you don't have Matt Martin in the lineup. Uh, there was someone else. That, oh, Pierre Maguire said that on the NBC broadcast as well. Where's Matt? Why isn't Matt Martin playing? Like, it's just fucking ridiculous. And to be fair, the Leafs' fourth line, you said they were trash. They were not. They were until January, and now they have an actually very good fourth line. But, the yeah, playing Roman Polak that makes no sense. I mean, he's horrible. And Ron Hainsey has been awful. That was a great penalty. It looks like the Leafs could use a, a player kind of like Chris Tannen. Yeah, definitely they could. Or, I've never said that they could. Even, even No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the trade that makes sense. I was going to push Eric Goodbranson, but you know, you know, I'm always pushing him on anyone who'll take him. Yeah, Goodbranson good is just a taller, more handsome Roman Polak. <laughs> yeah, see, which, they're the same. No, player. it sounds great. Like, wouldn't that go? Uh, that should go over swimmingly in Toronto. Man, it's just that's the thing that I'm most worried about. Is like if they do, if it is a short series, like if they get swept or they lose in five, which looks possible. I'm worried that Babcock's going to be like, we weren't tough enough. We got to get tougher. They're going to make a panic trade, I think. I think they honestly will make a panic trade. I don't uh, know if they will because I think they're going to give Dubis the GM job. So I think it's... Yeah, that, that's what it comes to. If he doesn't get the GM job, then they're definitely going to make a panic trade. Oh, absolutely. I know. It's um, bad. And, or and like, or we're going to pay can... John Carlson like $9 million. Yeah, which would be better than the panic trade. Yeah, but, but still not good. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting um, offseason. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I, it's, well, nothing's happened yet. I mean, they could theoretically still come back. I mean, I think that they actually have had long stretches of both games where they looked good, and they looked fine, and they were playing well, but it was just like they haven't gotten a big save. And Their defense has been horrendous. Yeah, and then either Ron Hainsey or Nikita Zaitsev has been responsible for like 70% of the goals. Isn't Zaitsev on a pretty long-term deal, too? Seven years. Yep, that's how long. Holy shit. <laughs> it's what? so crazy. It's so crazy, especially if you listen to them. Like, So last offseason, Lou Lamorello, like, everyone was like, oh, like, why did you give him seven years? And he was like... But it's, it's, a, lo- it's a low cap hit, though, right? Four. Four. I think. 4.25. Oh. Wow. Oh. But they, because oh. they. I thought, I thought it was like 2.5. No. Signed it for the seven. Oh my God. No, no. That would be. Yeah, no, I thought so, it was in the three range also. No, Lou's whole thing was that he was like, well, he's like, we wanted six and they wanted seven. So we gave him seven. That was his whole justification. <laughs> okay. It wasn't like. It wasn't That's like. The Jim Benning school of management. Yeah, dude. It, it, like, it doesn't make any sense. I think that they. Last year, I feel like that was their panic move was that they're like, oh, like we can't write D. I think they. Well, no, their panic. Their panic move was when they traded panic. (laughs) Yeah, fair, fair call. (laughs) That was the year before that, I think. I mean, that it is the definition of a panic move. Yes, that's that is very true. Uh, But yeah, so I think like their whole thing was they were looking around and they're like, well, right D, like that's really hard to get right D, and we've got a guy here, and he looks pretty good. Like last year, he had thirty six points, but most of those were on the power play. I don't know. I it's it's just this is the best like I've been alive for 32 years. 
This is the best Leafs team ever in the whole time I've been alive. Isn't it? Didn't they set a franchise record yeah. for points? Yes. So it's the best Leafs team ever, period. Yes, exactly. But I mean, you could also argue like shootout point, like loser yeah, points yeah. inflate the, the standings or whatever. But I would say like pound for pound, they're the best Leafs team of my lifetime. So if they get swept in the first round, that is like the quintessential Leafs fan experience. <laughs> yeah. And not only get swept, but like they've gotten their lunch handed to them the first by, two games by like but, your biggest rival also well, yeah i mean one of them yeah but they're still i mean they're still super young too so mm. i mean obviously you want them to do really well now before you have to pay them yeah um but you know they're, they're gonna be great for like 10 years oh totally and that's the thing it's like it's all about perspective and i've actually heard people say that they're like well realistically like are the leafs gonna win this year like they would have to beat boston then they'd have to beat tampa then they'd have to beat pittsburgh or washington or columbus or, then they'd have to beat and then nashville, nashville or, winnipeg, or winnipeg or whatever you yeah. know so like People are like, are they realistically going to win this year? Probably not. So what is really the value in going deep? Which I think there is... That's really what it comes down to with the the Stanley Cup is like having the easiest road to it. And like, you look at like when LA won in 2012, that was the... That was a joke of of a road to the Stanley Cup that year. Like they were a really good team, obviously, but like that's that's the luckiest shit I've, I've seen in hockey ever, I think. Oh, totally. And it's like, it's so weird for wasn't Nashville. That, wasn't that the year that Phoenix was in the conference final? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. They, they, they played. Vancouver. I mean, if, if, Daniel, if Daniel hadn't been concussed, if, if Vancouver beat LA, they probably would have won the cup that year. Jesus. Yeah. Well, and it's weird for Nashville or Winnipeg. Like, they'll, they're probably playing the hardest team they'll play in the second round each other right because they they have to play each other yeah they have to play each yeah. other next round and then whoever wins that, that like on paper that will be the hardest team they play and winnipeg is in round two incredible right now so is nashville man yeah. i watched that colorado game yesterday and like nashville like they have so much depth it's insane like their whole team is so good and their defense is ridiculous okay remember though like six months ago when i was like okay if everything breaks right the canucks could be a bubble playoff team, which obviously did not happen. I do remember but that. Remember and when I, I do remember that. making fun of you yes. for thinking that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> e- even if everything had gone right, though, I look at a team like Winnipeg and think, like, what would have even been the point? Congratulations, you made the playoffs. Now Brock Besser is dead. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you look at the hits that are being thrown by, like, Lowry and Bufflin, and it's just like... The only word to describe them is life-altering. Like, it is devastating, the physicality from Winnipeg right now. Never mind how skilled they are. They are incredible. Yeah, it's going to be, that series is going to be unreal. Nashville, Winnipeg, uh, it's going to be so good. Well, let's circle back to the Leafs once again, because I want to twist the knife a little more. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Is, is Frederick don't, Anderson, I, to be fair, I've been really nice to you guys all year, so I don't know why we have to go over this. <laughs> is, is Frederick Anderson, like, uh, is he Dan Cloutier right now? Or no. is it just one, like, one bad stretch? I don't even think he's been that bad. Like, he, it's just they haven't gotten a big save. Like a, he if got you pulled look, three on five last night. Yeah, I know. But if you look at those goals, yeah. like they weren't like it was like first goal, 
Zaitsev got turnstiled. Second goal off of Zaitsev's skate. Third goal, Hainsey got turned. Like, it wasn't like the goals were not, you wouldn't look at, there were no soft goals, is what I'm saying. But at the same time, he didn't make any bit, he didn't make the big save. And that's Anderson's whole career. He has the most bizarre splits of any goalie. If you look at his, it, like, he'll have two months where his save percentage is like 950, and then he'll have two months where it's like 870. Because the Ducks Sharks game was on right after the Leafs game ended last night. Right. And uh, Gibson was just playing out of his mind, even though the Ducks lost that game. So yeah. all I was thinking was, like, Anaheim probably made the right call there. Oh, yeah. They were never <laughs> going to trade Gibson. I yeah. mean, I think that that's everyone agreed that Gibson was the better goalie. Okay. The other narrative that I kept hearing again and again, uh, just from the radio commentary of the Leafs game last night, was this. It's it's starting, I feel like. It's probably already begun with a segment of the fan base, but it's starting in the media as well. People turning on Mike Babcock. Yeah. Are you feeling that? Yeah. I mean, I like because the people that I follow, I, I feel like have been puzzled by Babcock from, for, for, from, for, for a while. For a while. So... Well, he loves Roman Polak. He lo- like he loves. It's so weird because he loves all those like old school grinders. That's the thing. Uh, and, and you have like three of the most skilled players in in the game, and should be focusing on just playing a skilled, fast game. And I I don't know. It's just so. In- I guess he wants like the best of both worlds. But one world is a world you should just be ignoring anyway. Yeah, I think the thing with him, too, is like, so people would say, like, okay, well, you got to get Polak out of the lineup. Well, who's coming in for Polak? Connor Carrick. He's good, but he's not, like, is he that much better than Polak? No, not really. I mean, I think he's better, but he's not, like, way better. Like, to me, that's kind of, like, whatever. In Babcock's mind, he's like, Polak can kill penalties, Carrick can't you know, whatever. That one is kind of like, I don't like it. I wish we never even re-signed Roman Polak, but his options are somewhat limited. But at forward, to start Leo Komarov over Andreas Janssen makes no sense to me at all. Janssen can play the power play. He can play the penalty kill. He's way faster than Komarov. He can score. Komarov has like eight points this year. So like Komarov fucking blows. Well, they the whole thing on commentary last night was like, if they're going to play the head games, they're going to go head to head with Boston and try to play exactly the kind of pest cerebral throw you off your game head games that Marchand does. And if anyone can do what Marchand does to Marchand, it's Leo Komarov. And then they were losing like four nothing immediately. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and honestly, like Marshand is not like Marshand doesn't go out of his way to be a pest unless someone like riles him up. Like he wasn't like he licked Leo Komarov or whatever. Yeah, the first which was game, hilarious. Which was ridiculous, but funny. But Komarov and him were kind of had a thing back and forth. But like in the two games, Marshand has not gone out of his way to be an asshole. Like, it just doesn't... I don't know. The thing... Babcock's just gonna... I think that if Dubas takes over, he's gonna take away Babcock's toys and maybe Babcock will, like, finally focus fi- on Figure it out. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense that you would have, like you said, Stefan, you'd have this team that's very skilled and they, even their depth guys. Like, you look at guys like Kapanen, Janssen... Uh, who are who are very fast and very skilled players, mm-hmm. 
And, you know, like we have those guys, like we have all those depth, speedy, good guys that you need. Beyond just your star nucleus. Exactly. And so you think that you would imagine that Dubis is just going to say like, these are the guys, like I'm taking away, like Roman Polak's contract expires after this year. He's gone. There's no chance he's coming back. Same with Komarov. They're gone. Especially like if Dubis takes over, they're way gone. They're on a barge. He's barging them. <laughs> they're toast. Leo Komarov is going to be eating garbage on his way back to Finland on a on a barge. Like he's going to be gone. It's like, hey, you have fun playing in Jokerit or whatever piece of shit team you're going to in the KHL. <laughs> Fucking see you later, pal. Uh, oh, did did you hear Don Cherry refer to him as a Russian? Oh yeah. Yeah, because he because his last name ends in Av, you know. Yeah. yeah, he does speak Russian, but I was actually shocked that Alexander Barkov is Finnish. It's Finnish. Also. Well, it's because there is like obviously a a big Russian population that in makes Finland. Sense. They occupied Finland for yeah. part of the war. Yeah. So or not occupied, but like they were, you know, they're right next to each other. So <laughs> makes sense. Yes, but uh, yeah. Well, and he also called uh, he 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 called them. Uh, well, I say them because he called them Kaparov. Because he combined. Didn't he make he made fun of Nylander too? He called Nylander soft, or he was going in on yeah. He yeah, I can't remember, I mean, but he, yeah, he mixed up Kapanen and Komarov and called them Kaparov, and then and then and then uh, Ron was like, "You mean Komarov?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever, Komer and Komanen." <laughs> so like, what? Like it was just like, I, you can't even He's listen to him it anymore. on purpose though. It he just has, doesn't like, even make sense. There's no way that this is not a gimmick. I don't know, man. If you watch, listen to him talk, it's not. I don't think he really knows. That's probably even, true. The, even the Humboldt thing. Like, I think that a lot of people were tuning in to be like, you know what? And even myself, I have to admit, I was like, there's a lot that Don Cherry does wrong, but, but the things but that he's always done right are like are the tributes about and, and being yeah, tributes exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. he was a guy that I think everyone was looking forward to hearing what he was going to say because he does those things so well. And like even that, he didn't. It wasn't good. I don't know if you guys watched it, but I'm, it was. I didn't just, have the sound on. I saw it, but I didn't have the. sound on. It was on. just like, yeah, well, yeah, these guys. I mean, these kids. I mean, uh, what? I mean, uh, what can you even say? Uh, yeah, uh, I yeah, tell you, boy. Uh, yeah, it was like it was so bizarre. Like it was like he had. He's just lo- losing his mind or has lost it. Uh, so yeah, it's just whatever. I, the Leafs, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Well, Steph- I could be really sad, and then who knows? They play at home tomorrow, and they rock it, and it's all good. Stefan, you mentioned though that this is still a super young team who probably are not going to win. So what is even the benefit of going deep? But it seemed like the commentators last night were like, "This is not last year. This is not just happy to be here. Thanks for coming out." Like. They were they were treating it like this is a, a team that's already gone through welcome to the party. Now you should know how to take care of business. And it's like Well, I think I, I think you look at like years old. You know? Yeah, you look, I think that they're probably comparing them to like the Blackhawks who you went to the conference finals. I mean it's not even similar it's not even the same, but the Blackhawks went to the conference finals and then won the cup the next year. So I think that's what they're comparing them to, but like these the Leafs were like better in the playoffs last year for sure yeah at least so far that's for sure uh, but it's one of those things too that it's a bad matchup you know the leafs I, I the leafs against any other team on the other side of the bracket even pittsburgh like i i, I favor the leafs over any of those four teams i'd take the leafs over new jersey they just it's oh yeah a, boston is it, it, a bad bad matchup they're yeah. very they're a very good team and it's and a really tough place to play in too 
to go to Boston and oh, play yeah. in Boston. Yeah, I, I was watching the game and it's like, oh, I I don't miss this at all. Oh my god, it's been pretty. It's been pretty uh, sad so far. Let's talk about some. No, of this. I just have one last. Oh note my god, here because, for fuck's sake, because it's been like twenty five minutes. I know that, but you. <laughs> we've, too long. we've argued multiple times in the past about the merits of Jim Houston as a play by play commentator. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, I resent that, but uh, I had to endure as part of my job professionally for the entirety of the three hour broadcast last night. Joe Bowen. Yeah, he's not good either. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear from you. Because if you were going to come out and be like, he's our guy, he, you, you wouldn't know, you never grew up with him. No, because people get mad at me for saying I don't like Bob Cole either, okay. and I don't like Bob Cole. Okay. If people are bad at their job, I say they're bad at their job. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. if they're on my team or not. Joe Bowen, man, he's just yelling for yeah, yeah. three hours straight. Yeah, that's his whole deal. It's so annoying. Yeah, he's not great. There's Bob Cole. Bob Cole's most memorable moment as a commentator was when he didn't know what was going on and was yeah. just like, "Oh, there's a bunch of stuff happening. Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody's sad now that that Bob Cole did not get to make the choice himself to walk away from the game. That Rogers forced him out. He's eighty. Yeah. Just go, just, real, just go home. Like, just if, relax. Would anyone be mad if... Sport, is he 80? He if, is 80, right? Some, I think 81 so. 81 or something? something? Like He's got to be in his 80s. Yeah. That's so old. But like, if Sportsnet also was like, Don, no more. Coach's Corner is over. This was the last year of it. Would there be that same like, it's not yeah. right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you should, you shouldn't allow him. People still love Don. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Just think of how many fucking dumbasses there are yeah. on, in hockey Twitter, and all of them love Don Cherry and yeah. agree with him. And just think of how many people don't live in a major city in Canada. Those are all the people that love Don. You know, that's yeah, all the, the that's rural the folks. Oh, absolutely. But the like people you said, in like Leduc, Alberta, he or can't whatever. even do the things that like you would rely on him to do, yeah, which is be sad about a tragedy he can't do or anything. whatever. He can't do anything anymore. His brain is just gone. He sucks. So are we going to keep him on TV until he like literally dies yep. on the air? Probably. Why? Because he's beloved, man. <laughs> Number He was the top one in the top 10 of the best Canadians That's ever. That's true. I think he was. Like, wasn't he, he like third or yeah. something? Didn't he? It's like it's like yeah. It's, it was like Frederick like, Douglass. Frederick Douglass no, or uh, Banting. Uh, not, no, not, Douglas won. Tommy, Tommy Douglas. Tommy Douglas. Douglas that's won. what I'm thinking of. Sorry. Yeah, Frederick Banting. Yes. Uh, Sir Sanford Fleming. <laughs> I think Don Terry Cherry. Fox was. Did, Terry no, Fox was in Terry there Fox too. Beat Don Cherry. Did I think so Don too. Cherry? I think Don Cherry was like sixth. I think yeah, it was like ten, Tommy Douglas. Tommy was, Douglas for inventing <laughs> universal health care. God bless. Yeah. And then like, yeah. And then Banting was uh, insulin. Sir Sanford Fleming is time zones. Terry but Fox. That would be like, that would be like if, you know, 30 years from now, uh, the U.S. did a, the top 100 Americans of all time and Skip Bayless was seven. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's literally exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Don Cherry was seventh. So we've got uh, Tommy Douglas was first. Terry Fox was second. Pierre Trudeau was third. Frederick Banting was fourth. David Suzuki was fifth. Lester B. Pearson was sixth. Okay. Don Cherry, seventh. Sir John A. McDonald, eighth. The guy who invented the telephone, Alexander Graham Bell, <laughs> ninth. Well, he was basically Scottish, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, right? I mean, and then Wayne Gretzky was tenth. 
Yeah, Don the, Cherry was the, higher than Wayne Gretzky. The, Cherry. the greatest Talk. hockey player of all time was 10th, and then the guy who talked about him is higher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess that's the difference between Bob Cole and Don Cherry is that like there are other Bob Coles waiting in the wings for that job. Whereas like there's nobody. I mean there are there are people who host intermission panels obviously, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. Well, also the one thing I'll say about Bob Cole is uh, presumably, I mean we ha- uh, unlike Don Cherry, we haven't heard his bad opinions. So he has that over Don Cherry. Yeah, that's that, true. There's no like. Milk, I mean, there's no. He's an shape. old man. Yeah, he's an old man, so he probably does have some bad opinions, but sure. he keeps them to himself. Yeah, so Bob fine. Cole hasn't been milkshake ducked yet. Yeah, exactly. whereas Don Cherry is the living embodiment of the milkshake duck. Basically, yes. Although we ne- we always knew. <laughs> It wasn't like it was a surprise. Yeah, no. I mean, that's sort of his whole thing is how yeah. much he hates foreigners. Yeah, I mean, he used to say pinko on the air regularly. Um, he said pinko when he was introducing Rob Ford in his first, like, session as mayor. Yeah, exactly. So he loves And there's, there's, like, 50 insane things in that sentence. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, that's true. The whole sentence top to bottom, pretty insane. Speaking of insane sentences, yeah, uh, we got a follow-up on a story we talked about last week. Oh, okay. Steve Simmons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He went, he doubled down. He, he doubled down. He doubled down hard. Oh, my God. Like, KFC was like, hey, bud, this is our thing. Yeah, you're infringing on, <laughs> on this. Well, because don't they have, like, a like a maple syrup double down or some shit now? It's, so it's, uh, like, it's, in, a, it's in two waffles. Oh, waffles. That's right. Yeah. Jesus. Fried chicken and waffle. Have you guys ever down. had a double down? I've never. I've never had a I have down. actually had a double down. Wow. Well, what happened was, so my, my curling team has this thing where if we get eliminated from a tournament uh, bef- without making the playoffs, mm-hmm. then we have to go for punishment. And so we have to eat, we have to go to a fast food restaurant and then you also have to eat like a ridiculous thing from the menu. Like the so, worst thing for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like, or close to that. Like, yeah, like if you're getting a burger, you got to have like double bacon on it. Or if you're getting, or you got it, you can't get a drink, you got to get a milkshake or like whatever. Yeah, you got to go hard. And so one year we got bounced very early from a tournament. So we had double downs and uh, it didn't even taste good. That was the sad part. Like normally when we, normally when we'd go for punishment, like at least it tastes it's pretty just good. chicken and cheese and bacon. It's not good. It did not taste good. All right. I'm just saying, I don't know why, but it just wasn't... Well, because it's KFC, bro. Well, yeah, I wanted a bun, you know? It's like, fuck. <laughs> anyway. Should I read the the uh, Don't Simmons read the comments? whole thing. He, just, he doubled down. He's an asshole. Uh, he said, when I first saw Mark Savard <laughs> on television, I was distressed about it. Yeah, of course you were. For the same reason I get disappointed when I see Bill Parcells or Jim Rice or John Tortorella or others who have treated the media with a certain disdain winding up in media positions on television or radio. If you don't care for media, I've always thought, don't be part of it. Uh, He says, I wrote 27 words on Savard in this space last week. The wrong 27 words, it turned out. So let me write 270 more, basically. Fuck, he says, uh, I understand he had and may still have concussion issues. I particularly understand his battles with mental health issues. For more than 20 years, I have oh my God. have battled anxiety, panic attacks, insomnia, claustrophobia. You don't, claustrophobia. You don't ever completely understand how this can take over your life until you experience it yourself. Oh, my God. But Look, I have, I have OCD. I had to figure out exactly where every hot dog stand in downtown Toronto was. 
So. <laughs> what I wrote about Savard, however, had nothing to do with his concussions or his personal battles. But what I wrote about him was improperly worded and far too harsh. For that, I apologize. For not welcoming new media members who have treated the industry disrespectfully, I do not apologize. He also, oh my God. He also framed it that he wasn't even mad that his calls didn't get answered. He was mad on behalf of the Boston Globe and the Boston Herald and USA Today and the Globe and Mail yeah. and many others who tried. It's like nobody is this petty about something that is not their own slight, you know? Well, the thing he's that, so he's so stupid. The thing he's that so I don't fucking stupid. The thing that I don't get is that like so he's basically saying that he that Savard has disdain for the media because he wouldn't grant interviews. Yeah. Like that's basically what he's saying. When like, his, when his he, whole life was like living in a dark room for a year straight, he didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. And that's apparently means he has disdain for media. Like, I don't understand that. There's no job where, pardon me, if you're critical of the job, you're not supposed to be allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. Like in any, in a lot of cases, that's why people do jobs. They're like, yeah, I became a doctor because I felt like I, all the doctors I encountered growing up weren't very good. And I felt like I could be better. Like that's a very reasonable reason to have your career. I saw a thing that I didn't think was being done well, and I thought I could do it better. That's basically how shit gets invented. I mean, and he's like, oh, you, you can't criticize the media and then be a media member. It's like, fuck you. Of course you can. There are lots of media positions that that's solely your job is to criticize other media. Also, like, think of when John Tortorella does, like, his in-between coaching jobs media stints. How many times does he recuse himself from like any element of the job because he's like, this is when you media guys, I don't think it's right. So I'm not going to be involved. Like, it's not like he changes his principles. He's just a man who needs to make money, you know? Yeah. It's dumb. Simmons is dumb. Let's talk about a good team. Yeah, Simmons is trash. Our real good boys. Absolutely. Our, our good oh, yeah, you, you went to their game today, right, John? I did, yeah. It was so opening day. It was opening day for our real good show Raiders. And uh, as we talked about uh, on the pod, did we talk about it on the pod or just on the Facebook group? Oh, we no, we did. We, we mentioned last that, week that, we they, about that it. they won their first three games. Perfect. Yeah. So they actually ended up winning the tournament. So they won their first uh, their the first tournament that they were in. And then today they had their opening day game. I wasn't able to see the end, but when I left, we were winning 10 to 3. So God damn. it looked pretty good. We were t- up 10 to 3 in the fifth inning. We got, uh, we've got a good, uh, looks like we got a good crew of kids. We've got, uh, We've got a, a good. Uh, we've got a girl on our team this year, which oh. is cool as hell. Yes. Annabelle, she's a good player. We also have uh, a, a young Sandy Koufax on the team. Our 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 one of our best pitchers is a is a young Jewish boy named Shuli. Shuli, yeah, and he, yes. uh, yeah, I love it. And he's uh, he's badass. He's got the like. Um, he's got the uh, like. I don't even know what you call that. The curly, the curls in his hair, yeah, uh, for like that come down on the sideburns, and he like tucks them behind his ears when he pl- when he pitches. Oh my god, it's pretty bad. It. It's pretty badass. So yeah, he's uh, he's the, the the Hebrew hammer or whatever. Uh, <laughs> what isn't there? Wasn't there like a famous athlete called that? Uh, I, I feel don't know. like something like that. But yeah, he's a he's a good boy. They're all they're all good boys and good girls. 
And uh, yeah, they, they seem like a great team. I uh, chatted with some of the parents today. I didn't mention that I was from Real Good Show, although I will say I have to call out one parent and maybe they're listening to the show and uh, that's fine. They didn't know that it was me or whatever, but... Uh, oh, they were trash talking the sponsor? Well, no. So what it was, was uh, the, 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 in the break in between innings, one of the moms was like, way to go, Real Good Show Raiders. And then she like turned to her husband and she was like, oh, that's a, that's a bit of a mouthful. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I don't think they consulted the marketing team before that naming them that. And I was like, well, yeah, we're we're a different thing. We didn't name our show in the in the thought that maybe one day we'd have a little league baseball team. And then she's like, maybe we can just call them the RGS Raiders. That works. And then in my mind, yeah, I'm like, yeah that is what you could call yeah. them. I didn't say anything. But <laughs> it was just really funny because they were sitting like right in front of me, and I'm just like sitting there like do do do. I definitely got the like. So last year, you guys remember because we all went to the first game together, and we mm. brought quite a few people. So yeah. obviously that raised some questions from the parents. Like, who are these like ten random people? Oh. Being rowdy just, about our yeah, children, exactly, and uh, so it was pretty funny because, like last year, they knew who we were right away. They're like, "Oh, these are the sponsors; these are the people." This year was like it was just me, so I feel like they, I definitely got a look at some point in the game from every single parent, like. Who's this guy? This like this creep. Is, yeah, this weirdo who's just like, and because I'll say all their this names childless too. Childless like, vagrants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll hear, because I'll hear the coaches say the kids' names. So then I'll be like, oh yeah, here we go, Jack, or like whatever. And I yeah. feel like their parents just look at me like, what? Who is this guy? Do we know whose kid this guy belongs to? <laughs> and I showed up after the game started, so I feel like they know. Like, well, he doesn't have a kid here, probably. Because he came late. He came late, and I left early, so it wasn't like. I'm Maybe maybe you're like uh, a divorced dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Arrived late because you're busy at family court and yeah, yeah. you showed up to uh, cheer on your child. I'm technically not supposed to be that close to the exactly. diamond. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's a family court restraining order out on me. Now, while you were overhearing the parents talking, yes. did you hear did you overhear any coaches talking about beaming the the girl player no but that's crazy oh yeah is that new hampshire that happened yeah. I, I saw on Deadspin was it new hampshire yeah. i thought it was in uh no like new in, hampshire in uh massachusetts no new hampshire uh, it sounded like something that uh, boston true folk would but do. new hampshire's close enough that's true that's true uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, apparently there was uh there was like the draft that they hold for the for the kids, and the girl got and, picked last. Uh, the girl got picked last, and there were some coaches who were saying that uh, they planned to hit her. That in they the planned head to hit her in the head until she until quit. Until she quit. Yeah. Awful. Jesus Christ. Awful. Yeah, pretty pretty bad. Now, of course, some coaches are villains, like those gentlemen. That's true. But some coaches. Our heroes. That is also true. As we will hear in our clip of the week, uh, which is a, a dual segment this week. It is the return yes. of a great hero of the show to the clip of the week segment, but it is also the return of Freak on a Leech. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's right. Did we, we had a theme song for that, too, we didn't do, we? Yeah, Hell we'll yeah. play it yeah. right now. There's all these goths. Uh, so, Stefan, you're going to be able to hear this, too. Uh, and the the question is, I guess, the tweet here that this video, this wonderful video has been embedded in, asks a simple question, which is, and I'll ask it to you, Stefan, have you ever tracked a raccoon? Uh, no, I have not. Well, 
Mike Leach has in an all-time tale from the WSU coach. What's the weirdest animal you've seen on one of your walks? You said you see animals when it gets snowy. Tracked a raccoon one time in the snow. Um, Because, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I was in a, a neighborhood, and I was just curious where this raccoon lived, you know. And, you know, there's fresh raccoon tracks, uh, and he'd been digging in somebody's garbage. And uh, so I, I, I followed the tracks, and... I don't even know if these people know it, but he lives right in the back of their house in a bunch of brush and trees, you know. And because uh, you, you know, you can follow right, uh, you know, approximately where he's at. A uh, huge owl, uh, which I see the hawks, uh, foxes, coyotes. I saw a coyote in my neighbor's front yard. Uh, <laughs> A quail now in, in snow. If you, can, <laughs> you walk up on the quail and they're under that snow, they'll lift up right in front of you and it scares the hell out of you. Uh, walked up on a herd of deer in one of the pastures one time. Uh, seen pheasants, but not a lot. Rabbits, yeah, see ra- a lot of rabbits. Consider yourself a pretty good tracker, then, huh? Well, if it's just blatantly obvious and the snow just—I mean, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like on a cartoon or something. I mean, it was blatant tracks. But I was curious—you know, it was, it was uh, residential enough. I was curious where this sucker lived, and so I walked about half uh, half a mile out of my way to sort that out. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was a fairly residential area, you know. And, uh, you know, I was just curious where, where you know, where, uh, where a raccoon would live, so. <laughs> there he is. America's dad joins us once again, Mr. Um, Mike Leach. I mean, I can definitely picture my dad saying that. Like, my dad's been kind of quasi-retired for the last couple of years, and that is absolutely something I'd be like, what'd you do today? I tracked a raccoon just wanted to see where he lived pardon me i had to go about a half a mile out of my way to sort all that out (laughs) it's just so crazy like first of all what a weird question and then second of all what a weird answer and just to like remember all the animals you've seen and list them all off like that yeah i mean that seems to be his thing though is just uh like listing items basically he, True. that's an older clip though right we, we missed that one somehow right yeah uh, this was from, from like uh, a week ago not yeah even. earlier oh, okay. in the week april yeah. 10th yeah he was doing it was like his like uh off-season like media availability or whatever <laughs> this is what he talks about <laughs> hey you, you seen any animals what track tracked a raccoon once <laughs> And that's what I mean. It's like, it's such a weird question. Like, obviously people know that he's going to give like an insane answer. Well, yeah. I feel like at this point, if you're involved in a scrum with Mike Leach, like you're going for a viral moment more than you're going for like an actual answer about his football team. 
Of course, of course, has to be because there. And I, I feel like more people should be like this. Like that's such a fun press conference, and it also like just gets you away from like having to talk about your team and shit. I don't know if you guys saw the Greg Popovich one yesterday, but that was also excellent. No, they're like because uh, the Spurs lost their first game to the Warriors, and he was obviously like not happy. They asked him a few questions. He gave some like pretty short answers, and then the one reporter was like, "So like how." You know, overall, like, how did you uh, feel like you uh, you played? You know, it's you, I know that you said you were upset about a few different things, but overall, how do you think the team played? And he's like, did you watch the game? <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, I watched the game. And he goes, so how do you think we played? And the guy's like, well, I mean, not very good. He's like, exactly. We all watched the game. We did not play very good. <laughs> you know, like, I love shit like that. Like, why not? I you thought know? it would be, because, like, typical Popovich would be, like, a couple questions about the game, and then, so, what do you, you think about the like... airstrikes against Syria? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's been Popovich's <laughs> late career renaissance as a uh, as a political commentator. Oh, that's, he, he's the best at it, too. Oh, he's so good. When, he's when so my good. when my dad came on the stream, a lot of people said that he looks like Popovich. Oh, uh, like I could actually best, see that's that. That's the best comparison. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was very uh, happy with that comparison. That I, is actually true. I, I can see that for Popovich sure. Popovich does, your, your dad has some similarities as well, just in the way he, like, talks and... Yes, yes, yeah. he does. It's pretty thought, pretty <laughs> thoughtful guy, but like also, yeah, has that like, uh, yeah, that that fun and interesting streak to him. Well, speaking of yeah. being thoughtful and providing answers, we will go ah, from there. Great segue into our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo! It's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> Murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. A segue from a true pro. I think I've been pretty good on the segues Absolutely. This, this week. Well, I, th- I think in general you have been, but it's p- it's because you you feel bad about your shitty intros. And then you're like, I've got to <laughs> somehow bring this back over the course of the rest of the episode. Got to make it up to the boys. <laughs> anyway. But this week's been solid top to bottom. Anything good in the mailbag this week, John? No, but there's that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, it's a Sunday afternoon. It's it usually is. one of our weaker it's question true. periods. I mean, we do get, we tend to get some like kind of thoughtful questions but this week that didn't happen either but we got well, some... yeah we talked about this it was the daytime questions as opposed to like the nighttime questions, yeah the nighttime right? questions are like how do you jack out <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh, the daytime questions are like uh so why uh, do, do you, you ever... jack yeah, off? <laughs> do you ever do you... <laughs> exactly do you ever cry when you jack off um well that was like uh when i i don't think i told this story on the podcast but uh when I was getting my uh, appendix out, um, when I was waiting in the emergency room, and my you were like, "Doctor, will I still be able to jack?" Off? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I'm, I'm in a lot of pain, <laughs> but I am also a horny." Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to find the, yeah. the segue here. Is there, what a room, is, the is there a room where I can go and jag out? Uh, no, it's an existential question. Uh, That's why it's, uh, So I was in a lot of pain sitting in the hospital waiting room by with uh, with my girlfriend. And uh, this kid came up to me and he looked like he was about nine. Well, first he came up to Becca and he was asking Becca about her Siri on her phone. And he was like, does your phone have Siri? And like, whatever. And then Becca has set Siri on her phone to be an English 
uh, man. Okay. So he was very confused by that, that Siri didn't have the like regular, like female voice who's asking Becca, like why she had like an English man or whatever. I go with the whatever. British lady. Yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like that's what a robot should sound like. <laughs> Sure. And uh, so he, when he was finished with Becca, he just came up to me and he was like, why are you a man? And I was like, I I don't, um, I don't have like a great answer to that question that doesn't involve talking about my dick to a child. Chromosomes. Yeah, I guess like, I guess that's all, but it was just like, I was in a lot of pain. And then all of a sudden I was like. Why am I a man? <laughs> and then I was like, am I even a man? Like, it was such a very weird thing to be asked, especially when, yeah, when you're just like, all you're thinking about is like getting medical it's care. Pain. Yeah. Man, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in, you know. But as DMX once said, all I feel is pain. All I feel is rain. How uh, can I maintain with mad shit on my brain? You is, know? The, is there anything that's like anywhere near as deep as that? No, not at all. In the mailbag? No, no. But that's okay. We got some, we got some good questions though. We do have a couple good ones. This one I think is kind of, we've had a very, I feel like this episode, almost no laughs at all. Mostly sport, <laughs> mostly sports heavy. And so let's just keep that train rolling. <laughs> we can just not have any funny. No, this is, this goes back to our roots. We're on episode 140 and sometimes it's nice to revisit our roots in, uh, from episode one. And uh, so this is from Cool Calm Peterman at Jay Peterman for 100 points. Who are your favorite all-time Vancouver Grizzlies non-Bryant Reeves division? Okay. I don't, think we, I don't think we've talked about that on the show before. Philip, Mike Bibby has to be up there. Like a, a lengthy career post-Vancouver. Yeah, and successful. But yeah, I mean, he was on like the Heat like three years ago, I feel like. Did he end up being, would you say, the best Grizzly? Like overall, career-wise, probably. Probably, hey? yeah. Because Sharif retired relatively early, didn't he? Yeah. Sharif went to Portland. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Houston, Sacramento, wasn't it? I thought. Sacramento. Sacramento. I think he went to Houston. I want to say Sacramento. Maybe all of those things. Look it up. But yeah, didn't was it was retire or sorry, it was injuries, right? That's why he retired early. He is. It must have been. Yeah. He's currently the director of player personnel for the Sacramento Kings. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. So, um, you know who I think my favorite. Non, I mean, obviously, yeah, Brian Reeves. Probably like I, I really liked Michael Dickerson for some reason. Ah, see, I don't even know that guy. We gotta have. Yeah, okay. uh, okay. I was a dumb child. So but. we were all correct. Here's uh, Sharif's career trajectory: ninety-six to two thousand one with the Vancouver Grizzlies, two thousand one to two thousand four with the Atlanta Hawks. Did one season in Portland, two thousand four oh five. And then as a player, 05 to 08 with the Sacramento Kings, and then was an assistant coach with the Kings after he retired from 2008 to 2010, and now works in their front office. I, uh, That's so a I pretty was, good career. I was the only one who was wrong. I conflated uh, Atlanta and Houston there. But, I mean, you can't blame me, basically same. And... Um, <laughs> I uh yeah I don't I don't I honestly I don't have a great answer to this we should have Guy McPherson on the show because he was a Grizzlies reporter mm-hmm. and he wants to come on I keep we we keep talking about it. we got to have him I on bet maybe great maybe for a great oh he said he's uh, got great stories of course he's got some great oh, bonus blue episodes. blue Edwards that's who, blue Edwards. I was gonna say blue Edwards is my favorite yeah. just because his name was blue and didn't he uh like get into trouble with like some uh like he got a girl pregnant or something I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, a lot of people get people pregnant, Justin. I mean, that doesn't sound like trouble. It was. I think it was trouble. Oh, I see. I think it was. Uh, it was a Travis Henry situation, perhaps outside gotcha. of uh, his 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 uh, you know 
his I don't want I don't think he was married. Right, I gotcha. But he might have been close to that. I see. I don't know. I don't want to talk about things I'm not one hundred percent certain. Who's of. the current one that has a million children? Cromartie, right? Probably. Antonio yeah, Cromartie. He just, he just retired, I think. He yeah, because he's too, he's had to carry too many kids, hurt his back. So yeah. it's like this is too much. I mean, well, all... him and like Sean, Sean Kemp basketball in the basketball. Oh yeah, Kemp. Sean Kemp would yeah, be there. Absolutely. Yeah. All of the guys who uh, you know were around during the Grizzlies days, like even my coworkers around here, like uh, you know Scott Rintoul or Perry Solkowski or like any anyone who's been around long enough. To have been around from like ninety five to two thousand, each they all have just like the craziest Grizzlies stories. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get guy on the show for sure. Yeah, I'm down. Um, okay, so thank you for that question, Jay Peterman. I'm going Bibby. It's it's like the easiest. It's a cheat, but uh, you're going Bibs. Yeah, I don't think no, that's, that's a good cheat. answer. I don't think that's a cheat. Uh, okay, yeah. next question for two hundred points comes in from uh, Go Off M Kings. At M King oh. at M Kings O One, I think maybe his name's yeah. like Michael Kingston or something. He can tell it, us. It, I, th- I think it is. Yeah, I, I, I know Michael from okay. from the stream. Obviously, there, there you go. Yes, obviously he enjoys the the stream. And this is actually I, I lied to you, Justin. This is a uh, this is a very existential question. Okay. I actually <laughs> did I did actually lie to you guys okay. for two. Why do you points. jack off? <laughs> Why do you jack off? By the way, when I said that I thought Mike Bibby played for the Heat like three years ago. It was six years ago. Yeah, I'm just yeah. really bad at keeping track of time as I get older. Well, no, we're just we're just getting old. Yeah, yeah exactly. Times yeah. a times a flat circle. Uh, okay, so uh, M Kings O One asks if your consciousness was to be transferred into a single pro sports ball puck etc. Being subjected to all of the physical abuse it experiences, which sport would you pick? Women's beach volleyball. <laughs> Sorry, that was too fast. Can you can you put a pause in there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was extremely fast. Okay. Have you thought about that before, Stefan? Uh, no. What are you talking about? That took me like twenty seconds, uh, twenty maybe twenty five seconds, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe even thirty. What? Uh, what? Yeah. Did, what did your uh, why? Like, what's your justification for that? Just because you have nice looking women touching you all the time? I mean, I guess that's pro. Yeah, that would probably be the. I mean, yeah. Uh, but also like all the other ones, I feel like you're getting hit with like weapons, like baseball, you're like baseball would suck. Hockey would suck. I don't know. Yeah. I have uh, questions. Sure. Like if it, does it hurt me to get hit by a hockey stick? Of course it does. But well, I'm, he said, I'm vulcanized he says, rubber though. Yeah. But he says being subjected to all of the physical abuse it experiences. Cause see, I would think that like. Uh, taking a slap shot or whatever, being the puck on a slap shot, would be awesome. It'd be like a, it'd be like a roller coaster. It'd be a ride. I'm flying through the air like a hundred and two miles per hour. Maybe it'd be super fun. I feel like the I feel like of the major sports, football would be the least abuse. Yeah, because a ball's not getting hit. A ball's not really wrong. getting hit, and it's also uh, is also you only play sixteen games True. or twenty. I feel like basketball basketball would be okay as well. No, Other basketball's like the, the worst. Th- You're getting dribbled. Ow! 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 You know what would be nice actually would be um, uh, water polo. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, because you just get to like skim along water. Yeah. 
I would actually, if I had to choose, like, assuming we can get real specific, I would like to be, uh, like, a puck or any, really, anything. But I think pucks may be the most fun where I'm, like, someone's first goal or, like, a monumental goal. Oh, so you get Because then I just get to, like, I get to hang out in their house or, like, in the Hockey Hall of Fame for just, like, the rest <laughs> of my life. Like, that's, like, a pretty good retirement plan. Like, oh, yeah. I, gotta get, I gotta get beat around for, like, a game or whatever, but then someone tapes me up and takes me home. I just get to live in an NHL player's house forever. Stefan, I want to circle back to your choice here. Okay. Because, you like, I don't think you fully thought it through either. <laughs> No, I'm getting spiked a lot, yeah, exactly. right? But I think it's just like the temperature. It's more like the temperature and the environment. Like you're out on the beach. You I, know? I was going to ask, are you okay with that degree of physicality as long as it's like beautiful women dishing it out? <laughs> Honestly, that's not it. Could be it could be men's beach volleyball too. Uh, <laughs> I think just just being just being on the beach, I think, would be very nice. Oh, well, nice save. I think what Justin yeah. was trying to ask is, are you into S&M? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you came to that conclusion very quickly. I, I mean, I did. Yes, that is, that is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking puck probably. Even though, yeah, there's a good deal of abuse going on there. I just think it'd it, be fun. Like you go so fast, right? True. That's probably the fastest thing I can become. The thing with pro sports, though, too, is that you're only getting used once. Yeah. Like in any in any pro sport, like not just one time, but like your own like if you're a puck and you get shot into the crowd, then it's over. As soon as the game ends, they take all those pucks out of the freezer and they put them in those glass cases and they sell them in the team stores. Oh yeah. Like they don't so you're never getting used for more than one game if you're a pro sport That's ball. That's so wasteful. You know what? Do you know what the worst one would be? Actually, it would be golf because there's a chance you just get hit once and then drown. <laughs> <laughs> that's really true and like every every situation for golf is bad like it hurts like fucking hell to get hit and then yeah like you you only stop getting you or like and then you could get hit into trees like so ow 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 all the way down on a tree you get hit onto hot sand or you yeah and then eventually you drown or you're like given to some like shithead kid in the audience after the games after the rounds over yeah golf is probably the worst i mean i was going for speed you probably do fly fastest as a golf ball that's but true. i'd rather be a puck because then i don't drown well golf would hurt way more I think. Yeah, yeah like you can see when they show the close-ups of the golf ball it like squishes that whole edge like oh i hurt I i'm going puck Although golf ball is very similar to a human being in that it has liquid in the middle of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway. I guess. 300 Does, points. Do they have liquid in the middle? Golf oh. balls, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Of course. So to make them light? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 300 point question from Craig Tamble at Fruits Are Edible. It's been a while since he said 300 pointer. Welcome back to the 300 Club, Craig. Uh, a video of you in Walmart surfaces and goes viral. What were you doing? How far does your short-lived fame take you? And what in your past gets dragged up to take you down? So this is like Yodeler? This is like the Yodel, Yodel Kid, yes. The Yodel But it boy. could be also something negative. Like it could be a Black Friday, like you're murdering someone or whatever. Yeah. For a, for a, tele, for a television. I don't know, though. What do I do in Walmart? Mostly. Hmm. Oh boy. Um, I think maybe 
So it can be a bad thing, but you can go. It viral. could be a bad yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, of course. But you're going to yeah. get a, a certain amount of fame out of it. Yeah. Right. Um, I could see myself like having to just like take a crap, <laughs> and and just being too much of a coward to ask for like a bathroom key, and just like, you know, like pooping in like the bra section or something. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Back, back up, back up. So, so in this in this scenario, you're yeah. too cowardly to ask for the bathroom key, but you're not cowardly enough to shit in public in the middle of the bra section. Yeah, I didn't say it made sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I like it for sure. Are you shitting like in a bra? Like, are you using no, I'm kind like... of just sitting like in an eye, like kind of between, like there's the circular racks, and I, I'm like looking around, and I and I go and I just leave like a coiler in no, the middle, of it, and <laughs> it's just. Do you duck into the inside of the circle rack? For... Oh, maybe I do that. Yeah, and then someone spots me coming out through the bras, and then there's like a big turd in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so then how far does your short-lived fame take you? I feel like not far. I feel like you were, you're no. not getting famous uh, off of this. They, they, they bring me to Coachella yeah. to crap on stage. <laughs> you get yeah. invited to Coachella to shit on yeah, stage. They, uh, yeah, they decide that this is the uh, year that they're doing a Gigi Allen tribute at Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> the Gigi Allen hologram year. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and you just, you're the one they bring on stage to take the memorial stage dump in honor of Gigi Allen. Welcome to the stage. The Walmart bra crapper. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what gets brought up from your past that drags you down? I feel like you're already getting dragged down. You're a guy who shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be, it would be this episode of the podcast where it's like, oh, you're planning to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was premeditated pooping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this okay. isn't viral at all. This is set up. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That's okay. I like that. Um, I think uh, for me, I would go viral uh, by playing with toys because uh, like I when I went so my nephew at Christmas was only three months old and I went into Toys R Us and I was in Toys R Us for like two hours. Like I love toys. And I think I can't wait for Beckett to be like five or six and I can like buy him Nerf guns and like chase him all over the house and smash him up with Nerf guns and shit. Oh yeah. So I feel like I would, I would go viral for like taking a Nerf gun out and like nerfing random kids in the store or even like maybe my future son or Beckett. I'm like in the store and I'm like, Hey, come back. And I'm like, and I'm like actually like stalking my kid and like shooting him with Nerf guns. And it's a like, viral moment because it's like, hey, look at this white guy <laughs> holding a gun in a public space and no one's shooting him. Well, maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe <laughs> it goes viral in that like Starbucks uh, incident way. But I think it's more like they're just like, oh, like look at this like grown adult man. Like he's just like a big kid, like just having a good time. He's like, because there was like that Ikea guy that like went viral when he was like with his girlfriend and he was like going around Ikea and making puns out of all the... Ikea. Oh, games. I remember that. Like there was yeah. like the one where the thing was called like 
Rydar or whatever. And he's okay. like, Donna, Donna, you're on my radar <laughs> or whatever. So I would, I think it would be like that where people would be like filming me and I'm just like having a blast, like running around the store where maybe I'm like even like sneaking up. Like I'm like, like I'm in a uh, crime movie or I'm like James Bond or I'm like hiding around the corner and my nephew's like unsuspecting and then just like pop, pop. Cause I don't know if you guys have seen the Nerf guns, but they're insane. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get, they're like, you they're get, like, fully militarized. Yeah. At this you point. can get like Nerf, yeah. like they Tommy have, like, a guns. Gun, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They do, yeah, like a Tommy yeah. gun. So you can, I, so I would just pop out and then just be like, and then he would be like crying or something. Anyway, so I go viral for that. Uh, my fame uh, would be, I don't think it would catapult me. Probably, I would get, I would get on Ellen, like Ellen, like Nerf would sponsor me to come on Ellen. They'd give Beckett a scholarship, like they gave the Yodel child a scholarship, and then I would like shoot the audience. You know, do Maybe, we know if the Yodel kid is racist yet? Uh, I don't think it's been confirmed yet. No, but probably. I, mean, I think maybe. I think he seems he seems fine. So he out of like all fine, the viral yeah. kids, he seems the nicest. So yeah, he seems like a I chill hope dude. He's not. I did the video. If from... anything, it won't be it won't be him. It'll be like a family. Yeah, it'll be his mom. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. The video from Coachella was hilarious. Some people were like really stoked, and then other people were booing, and it was like it was a very odd thing. Uh, and then the thing from my past that gets dragged up is probably all the times I was suspended in elementary school. And they're like, oh, this is a, this is a bad guy right here. Hmm. I got suspended like 15 times in elementary school. So that's uh, what I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of what I have done in a Walmart that <laughs> could go viral. <laughs> You're trying to think of something you've it's no, all, no, you've just already like, just committed like what, an action. No, no, no. Like, what do I do when I go to Walmart? And all I can think of right now is that when I lived up north, I bought uh, all of the Fast and Furious movies on Blu-ray in a Walmart because they were $10 each and I was like, yeah, I'll watch all these. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but I, what I think is going to happen is that I'm going to demand like a price check of some kind. So I go viral as uh, like the extremely pedantic Fast and Furious guy who refuses to pay more than uh, $9.99 per, per film or whatever. Uh, and that sh- I'm gonna ride that fame all the way into a cameo in <laughs> in the uh, the the spinoff that they're making with Jason Statham and The Rock because it's not even Fast Nine. It's just like you know these characters we're doing another movie with them. <laughs> no, I think you're gonna be in the in the tenth one. You know what that's called? <laughs> Fast Ten. Your seatbelts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's impressive. Thank that, you. That is impressive. Thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny about that is like not only is that a terrible pun, there's definitely a non-zero chance that that is what they'll call it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I get cast in that movie just as like random cannon fodder. I make like a brief cameo. I feel appearance. like you'd be a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that'd be your role. And I get gunned down or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it comes out that uh, the whole time that I lived in a small northern community. When I was driving around town, I never once fastened my seatbelt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <He's>, uh, <laughs> he never even fastened his own seatbelt. <laughs> and that is my milkshake duck moment. I love it. Uh, we will go from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means yeah. we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing.
If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? I like this Instagram post I just saw where my where someone that I follow on Instagram uh, uh, took a picture of her and her teammate playing slow pitch, and uh, one of the hashtags is uh, adult. Because that's a thing. You hash, that's a thing you hashtag. <laughs> these are her hashtags in order. I won't say hashtag before everyone, but these are all individual word hashtags: softball, slow pitch, adult, team, sports, spring, beer, league, average, sticks, Sunday, sports, day, weekend, positive vibes. Wow. Yeah. So take a positive seat. Positive vibes on separate hashtags. On separate hashtags. Yeah. That's the real yes. shocker there. I have vibes, <laughs> but I don't know if you know whether or not they're positive or negative. That's what I'm going to do tonight when I go home. I'm going to just search the hashtag vibes and then guess on the photos whether they're good vibes positive or, or bad Maggie. vibes. No, I'm kidding. That's not actually my one good thing. My one good thing this week is an album. Ladies and gentlemen, be ready for it. I'm He's excited. picking music, folks. I'm picking music, and it is the album called Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Okay. Yeah, I'm loving it. Nice. It's a great, uh, it's a great album. I liked uh, when Bodak Yellow first came out. I liked it, but didn't love it. Then she was on SNL, and and she actually like acted in a few sketches, and I thought she was pretty solid. And I've listened to the song. I'd listened to Bodak Yellow a few more times and enjoyed it. And then yeah, listening to the album. I, I tweeted about this this week. I wouldn't say every track on the album is great. In fact, I would say there are some that are not very good. But there's like five or six tracks that just like absolutely go in. And of those that you haven't heard, probably uh, uh, I would recommend listening to either get up 10 or Moneybag. those are both excellent songs so yeah check it out invasion of privacy cardi b all right stefan you want me to go i can go you can go yeah all right i saw a film this week oh here we go uh back on my my bullshit he's back on movies. his bullshit uh, baby. I, I loved it uh it was written and directed and stars john krasinski yeah jim from the office oh. It is a horror film, uh, or like a kind of a monster movie, I guess, called A Quiet Place. Yeah. Uh, and the whole thing takes place on a farm where one family is holed up uh, against like the alien apocalypse. And the whole thing with the aliens is they are attracted to sound, so you have to remain silent at all times. Because if they hear anything, like they don't have eyes, it's entirely through hearing, and they will just kill you they're these big bad monster things and uh i i was super impressed with it it was you know it's extremely uh like moody um to to try and like make a movie that is like almost entirely silent where people communicate entirely through sign language yeah i was gonna say i know that uh sorry to interrupt in the deaf community because my brother-in-law is deaf uh they're like loving it yeah it's like apparently like 98 percent of the dialogue is because i thought when i heard the the what it was about i'd assume that they would just make up a language no one of their they are actually using real sign language. one of their children is deaf in the oh, yeah, and she's the, the the actress is actually deaf too. Oh, cool! Which is why yeah. like they're perfectly so they, suited oh, to survive. Okay. So they already knew sign of... language in the story. Exactly. They had to learn sign language because the daughter's deaf. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, exactly. Uh, and then basically, 
there's uh, you know a terrible incident that starts the film, and then we do a time jump to about a year later as they are dealing with this traumatic thing. Uh, and it just is ratcheting tension at all times, basically, like across the farm there's always like one bad thing going on somewhere uh i thought it was really like well plotted and just hats off to john krasinski who i did not think had this in him either as an actor or a director anything like it's a really well made well shot extremely atmospheric excellent horror movie and uh i enjoyed the hell out of it and he was great and also, his wife Emily Blunt is the female lead, and she. Was oh, great Emily, also. Emily Blunt is is wonderful. She's great in everything, but uh, I thought he was. A, this was a real star-making turn for him because uh, you know. How dare you speak ill on leatherheads, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I definitely did not see it. I was just just throwing like, it yeah. Out like, low. what other movies has he been in? He's in that Benghazi movie. Oh yeah. Oh the well or no? Wasn't it the one thirteen hours or whatever the Benghazi soldiers? Oh, that's right. I thought I was conflating that one with the Osama bin Laden one. I thought uh, he was in that one. No, no, he's in the he's for sure. But you know in the, the one Benghazi I'm talking one. about because they made a movie about the killing of Osama, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah Zero yeah. Dark Thirty. Zero. Oh. That's Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That. That's right. Yeah. Uh now, if Chris Pratt wants to direct and star in a horror movie, I'd watch that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because it just seems like Jordan Peele and now John Krasinski, all these comedy guys. Yeah, why not? Keep reinventing the horror game. Absolutely. Was, Fast 11, Pratt Falls. <laughs> it was, it was uh, yeah, just a quiet place. Don't, if, like, I was lucky in that the, the people who were there to see it wanted to be quiet the whole time. It's one of those movies where you're really taking a risk because... The people in your audience could ruin the movie for you just by chatting the whole time. But I had a great time, so I strongly recommend it. That's why I always bring a gat to the movies, just in case people gotta know. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. In case Yo, they shut the fuck up. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get tense up in this bitch. <laughs> Go ahead, Stephen. Stephen, what did you like uh, this week? Well, I was going to say the Hearthstone expansion that just came out, which uh, is pretty fun. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not do that. I'm going to say another movie, uh, Blockers. So, with your friend Ike uh, Barinholtz. With my friend Ike Barinholtz. Uh, it's your good, close, personal friend. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. really weird that you started putting that on your business cards, man. Seems a little <laughs> bit aggressive, but uh, it's cool. Uh, I mean, whatever. No, it's, it's incredibly funny. It's uh, it's like kind of like cute as well. It's not like it's not like mean spirited. Um, it's just it's uh, really good performances. John Cena steals the show, and you get to see Gary Cole's uh, dick and balls. Like full on. Oh awesome. yeah, I, I actually I yeah. do want to see that. There aren't too many movies I actually actively want to see, but that's one that I would, I would yeah, want to see. I heard John Cena was great in it. Um, I thought yeah, you went to see it. It's fantastic. I it oh, okay. No, but uh, I I did see a great tweet. I can't remember who wrote this. That was like, I wish I was committed. I wish I was as committed to anything as the movie Blockers is committed to wanting to be called Cock Blockers, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Well, because isn't it kind of called that? Yeah, like, there's a big rooster yeah. above the word. Because I yeah. have to admit, when I start, when I saw the previews for it, I'm like, blockers. I'm like, that is a stupid movie. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? What is that even? Blockers is not a thing. And then you see the rooster. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. It, it, I never connected the two. Okay. Like, so it was just like. Uh, blockers comes out April fourth or whatever, and it, like I never put the fact that there was like a rooster there. I never, I'm just an idiot, I guess. But I was just like, fuck blockers. I, I it doesn't so. make any sense. Yeah, yeah, You're stupid. <laughs> well, 
I'm glad. Like, yeah, that's two big comedies in a row that seem like they're both great. Because you loved Party Night or whatever Game Night. That's what it's oh, called. Oh, Game Night. Yeah, that that was really funny too. Yeah, yeah Blockers is uh, Blockers is a lot of fun. I gotta yeah. see both of those. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates have been Sportsnet 650. Our intern. Uh, well, we don't have one. I was gonna say our producer, but Daniel Cazetto is absent this week because we're just doing it all through the board here. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow where $5 this month gets you access to all of our bonus content. Of course, a donor mailbag like we give you every single month. But this month, we're going to do a big uh, deep dive retrospective on the Canucks season that was with a special hockey guest as well. So if you've been wanting more hockey talk from us, I think we kind of gave it yeah, to you Yeah, we've been giving week. you a lot the and last, last couple weeks. And one of the one before that probably. Yeah. Too. Sorry, but <laughs> but it's gonna be sorry. Uh, I'm sad. Okay, it's gonna be in depth uh, on the Canucks. Is that, is that special guest? Con- is he is he confirmed? No, uh, not yet. But no, I got some just, backups okay. if he if he's not. So <laughs> yeah, okay. they're all special in my heart. This is how we this is how we roll. We just tell people we're doing a thing, and then it and just then, hope it well, works. Well, no, it has it not worked every single time so far. I just it's say I want good. something to happen, and it happens. Yeah, right? It's, it's been it's like, uh, that's the secret. Pretty good. Can't wait until Fast Ten your seatbelts comes out, and we'll Absolutely. just see. Uh, we'll look for you in there. <laughs> Honestly, if Action Bronson has a role in it, I'll consider it a win for you. All right, I'll, I appreciate I'll consider that. that a tie. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you can find us online, of course, at realgoodshow.com. That's the blog where you can see photos and videos of every single thing we talk about this week and each and every week, of That's course. Right. Um, and it would do us a big solid if you head on over to the iTunes store. That's right. And rated and reviewed the program. Give us a little boost in their algorithms. Gentlemen, is there anything you'd like to plug this week? No. Same as last week, uh, if you live in Vancouver, got Roast Battle coming up on April 25th. It's going to be a good uh, a good show. If you'd like to come to a real good show Raiders game, uh, we'll be keeping you updated. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll be keeping you updated on the schedule on the Facebook group. And uh, I think our next few games are on weeknights, so we'll probably stay away from those. But the next time we've got a, a weekend game, we'll invite, uh, we'll get try and get a group together. Uh, maybe when Stefan's home, we'll, we'll see if we've got a game and we'll get that going. And that's and, coming up fast. Uh, uh, Victoria listeners, I'm at Heckler's Comedy Club on May 4th and 5th. And uh, if you're in Toronto, uh, I'm coming to see you in the summer, so get excited. And once again, my article about Daniel Bryan is still up oh, on the classical, theclassical.org. It's the top story, baby. Give well, it a read. Hell yeah. Is it? I mean, you posted that like three weeks ago. It's the top story. Still, yeah, it's a semi-dormant website. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, okay, well, there we go. That's what, uh, now it makes sense. <laughs> Sounds That's like a that. follow-up song to, to Semi-Charmed Life. <laughs> Semi-Dormant <laughs> website. Do-do-do. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, you're right. It is. Uh, oh, yeah, the one underneath it is from uh, February 1st. Not that long ago. Well, I mean, that is two months. <laughs> for a website. So, for a website, <laughs> that is... Uh, <laughs> that's five years <laughs> well, in website terms, but I like it. It's all good. I I'm mean, yes. still proud, John. As, as you should be, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I would like to plug my uh, Olympic <laughs> curling preview. You can find that on uh, Deadspin.com. It's uh, the top it's story. The top still, story. From what I yeah, Deadspin definitely doesn't write like twelve <laughs> news stories a day. <laughs> we didn't even <laughs> reference two of them yeah. in this episode. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good.
Seat belts. Curling. <laughs> well, you you literally just said curling, and I was like panicking. Yeah, I know. Sometimes second, it happens. So. You just there doesn't there yeah. wasn't. I agree. We, there wasn't really an obvious thing this episode. No. Yeah, yeah we had a good run the past. Uh, we have. Month or so. It can't be so. can't be perfect all the time. Steph, no, I felt no. like uh, I had to pick up the slack for you uh, while you're gone, of course, because I know it's your favorite thing to. Uh, post photos on Twitter of weird businesses that you encounter on Broadway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we didn't even talk about this in the episode. Is this like bonus yeah, content? Yeah, this is bonus content. All right. right here. So I did it this for you to, this, this week. This is to teach people yeah. uh, to, to listen through to the end. <laughs> I took a picture of a business that I saw for the first time, never noticed it before. It's called Baby D's Home. And What? What? And the, and the yeah, sign... Yeah, ba- Baby D's Home. That's the, true. And the sign is in Comic Sans... Yeah. Oh boy. And it's apparently a dog. It's apparently a groomer? dog daycare. Oh. A dog daycare Doggy called daycare. Ba- Baby D's Home. Baby D's Home. And even the sign, okay. like the sign look it's got this like little dog and bone that looks like almost like a clip art or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh I looked it up online and and uh, guess what their website address is? <laughs> it's uh it's uh it's baby D's home dot business dot site. <laughs> <laughs> So, you, you know, after you're done going to uh, walmart.business.site, you can go on over to Baby T's on the same hosting service. Also, the thing I love is that uh, we went to the site and I was looking at, uh, I was looking at the, um, the no, I'm seeing the pack- stars. I just laughed so hard. <laughs> the package. Uh, that's uh, a different thing. Um, the packages are uh, so they have a package where it's it's twenty one ninety nine. Tell and- me about the baby D package. Sorry, okay? sorry. My, my apologies. <laughs> it's twenty one ninety nine a day to have your dog. I guess stay there for the day. But then for a package of ten days, it's two hundred and ten ninety nine. So there's no package discount. It's just. <laughs> We'll just, give you, we'll just give you 10 at one time if you want. I don't know if you want one or 10, but they're all going to be the same price, but we can give you 10 if you want. So it's a real, a real package a deal. deal. Yeah, a great, yeah, a great deal. So uh, thank you to our new sponsor, Baby Bees <laughs> Home. My favorite business, uh, small business, I think it might have been on 4th Avenue. Um, it was down in Kits. It's, it was this toy store called No Pirates Allowed. Oh, yeah. And it closed down. And every time I went by it, when it was closed down, I was like, oh, I guess I should have allowed pirates. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was they, they wanted to close Pirate Joe's, and they got the two of them conflated. No, no Pirates Allowed just got swept up in the big pirate sting of 2015. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, everyone. Yeah, that'll do it. Bye. 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 Comes out and she goes follow me And I'll make you smile
Someone else. Las Vegas odds say he won't hit one more time, and he doesn't. Thanks, Batman. Billy, read me. Watch it, you fucking asshole! Fuck! He's named after Raekwon the chef, the guy from Wu-Tang Clan. 
You have some problems, you go emergency toilet for five minutes during and then you say, and you, then you hit let and you don't say sorry, you think you're a good kid. I ain't getting this voice. <laughs> We're gonna give them two minutes to think about what they've done. Consider yourself a pretty good tracker then, huh? Well, if it's just blatantly obvious and curious where this sucker lived, and so I walked about half, uh, half a mile out of my way to sort that out.